What is up, guys? Welcome to our first episode of Official Visit, the podcast about college baseball recruiting five players, four players. I'm Joe Jimenez, here with Jared Penniman, and our first guest today is Bryce Willits. Bryce has had a very interesting journey. Bryce comes from Capistrano Valley, California, and attended Capistrano Valley High School before heading over to St. Mary's. Bryce hit 325 during his freshman year before being named a WCC honorable mention, as well as a WCC all-freshman team member. After a coaching change for St. Mary's, Bryce entered the transfer portal and eventually decided to head to UC Santa Barbara. Bryce's story is one of opportunity. Bryce took full advantage of his opportunities during the recruiting process at St. Mary's and after his freshman year. He wasn't a big recruit out of high school. He had just one single offer from St. Mary's, so he took that. Bryce didn't begin the year with a starting spot. He earned it. He was ready when his name was called. He had some pinch hit ABs, then he got some spot starts before he eventually earned the job. He continued that momentum into the summer season and ultimately landed in the transfer portal. Bryce's great freshman year led to some offers from Power 5 schools all across the nation, but Bryce eventually chose UC Santa Barbara. In this interview, we hear Bryce talk about taking advantage of your opportunities, no matter how big or how small. Let's go. Bryce, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us today. How are you doing, man? Good, man. Of course, I'm glad to be here. Glad, glad you could join us, Bryce. We're just gonna, we're just gonna hop right into it. Um, so, if you could just start off by telling us when, kind of when you decided that college baseball was was a goal that you wanted to pursue. Um. So, college baseball has always been been a big goal of mine. Um, I knew that I, I always wanted to play baseball. Um, it kind of came to a, a realization that I could actually go somewhere with it. Probably, uh, uh, probably sophomore, junior year of high school, I started to realize that this is actually something that I, uh, that I could do. Um, and obviously it comes with some work to it, but I, it's just something that I, I realized I could do um, probably my sophomore or junior year of high school. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And I mean, I think, I think I started in basically the same year um, when I realized I really want to play college baseball started early, but what exactly did you do? Like when you first started the recruiting process? Um, I mean, I was on the uh, Saddleback Cowboys um, team uh, while I was in high school and uh, just the recruiting process for me, it was, it was a little bit difficult. Um, to get it started. I mean, I went to all those showcases, uh, that were always put together by schools and I, I did all that, but, um, I was probably around the same time, sophomore, junior year, high school, I was doing all that, but, um, that was kind of the start of the recruiting process for me, but nothing really happened until after that, uh, junior year of high school for me. You, you kind of touched on that you went to showcases, um, and I know some people either love showcases or they just they they don't find them helpful. Did you right. what what showcases did you go to and did you did you have any success with those? Um, I went to just like the few um, I went to a few just that colleges put on just a few colleges around here and then whatever like all the Arizona tournaments 
um, each year over the summer. I went to all those, but it, I didn't have much success with that recruiting wise. I was, I don't think I talked to really any coaches after any of the showcases, really. It was always just the email to, to come out to those showcases. But I mean, I never really had the, the success of actually talking, of actually having that go anywhere. Um, so for me, I guess those showcases were unsuccessful. And I'm sure to the guys that are getting looked at, those are probably a lot more successful than mine was. But I mean, I wasn't highly recruited um, at the time I was going to those. So you really have to really have to prove something in those showcases if you want to see if you want to get seen. Um, and personally, it just that's just not how I was seen. So those were kind of unsuccessful for me. Got it. Do you think that was a lot based on? the way the showcases were set up. I mean, there's so many different guys there for a lot of those showcases, a lot of coaches there. I mean, it, 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 it can be really hard to stand out. Do you think it's because of the way it's set up? Yeah. I mean, everyone gets the email of, Hey, come out, uh, come out to the showcase. Um, and you show up and there's what, like 200, 300 guys. So, I mean, unless you're a dude, unless you have like a crazy, a crazy showcase. Um, I just, I wasn't a big fan of them. I just felt like it was a it was just a hard way to get seen. It was just a difficult way for for a coach to actually see you when he's going through three hundred different people taking the same BP and taking the same five ground balls. So it was just it was it was a difficult time for me. So I would say it was a pretty unsuccessful way to get seen for me personally. So. So Bryce, you you talked about the Saddleback Cowboys, and for those of you that don't know, Bryce is a Southern California kid from the Mission Viejo area. Went to Capistrano Valley High School. If you could, for those people that don't really know, uh, talk us talk talk to us about what the Saddleback Cowboys travel ball team, club team, showcase team, and what what events that you went to with with the Cowboys. Um, it's a it's a great program. I was actually uh, on one of the very first teams. Like they had just started up, um, and I I think I was on the first Saddleback Cowboys team. Now it's a big um, it's a big organization, I guess you could call it. But um, so there's a bunch of teams there now. But I went to um, all those Arizona showcases and um, and like a lot of college showcases with them. And although I said they were unsuccessful. Um, being with the Cowboys and those coaches um, that I had on the Cowboys, that was actually a huge thing for me. Although the actual showcases themselves didn't really result in anything recruiting wise, um, being able to have those coaches on the Cowboys actually really helped me. Um, like um, Chris Malik and Richard Mercado, those were my coaches um, and they were former uh former minor league baseball players. Um, and they definitely helped me, uh, become kind of the, so much from them. So although the, uh, the showcases that we went to themselves didn't result in anything, I definitely improved as a baseball player, just even the mental game, um, just such a big step for me learning from those guys. So although it didn't, it didn't result in anything, 
um, college-wise, I will say I did learn quite a bit from those guys. I want to backtrack because because you've you've been talking about how the showcases weren't helpful, but you went to them with the Cowboys. Did right. did you did you go personally to any of the the big like individual showcases, or do you mean showcases by the 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 big Arizona showcase tournaments? Um, I did a little bit of both. So I did most of the showcases, like the big Arizona showcases. I did those with the Cowboys. Um, I probably did two, two or three on my own, um, not through the Cowboys, just the the sign up to go uh, to go to one of those showcases. Um, so yeah, the big Arizona tournaments was with the Cowboys, but um, I also did sign up for a a couple of the showcases just on my own. Gotcha. So Bryce, you had a great junior year at Capo Valley. You had 412. Yeah. I mean, yep. that's that's got to open some eyes, especially like going out to those Arizona tournaments with the Cowboys. That's got to open up some eyes. Right. How like when did when did things really start to heat up? Um I had a I had a really bad sophomore year <laughs> at Capo. I uh, just awful um and uh, then, yeah, I just something clicked for me junior year, and uh, I don't, I couldn't exactly explain what it was, whether it was a change of the swing or just being more comfortable. Because as a sophomore, um, I just wasn't exactly comfortable with being at the level yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but something just kind of clicked for me in my junior year, and uh, things really started heating up. And I just that's kind of exactly where I knew that I could probably go to a good college is my junior year mm-hmm. like I said um but yeah so how exactly did you get seen by St. Mary's um I did so it was a showcase ran through uh so the high school coaches it was the north south showcase in California um the mm-hmm. high school coaches send two or three of their um their college eligible guys so like juniors sometimes sophomores but it's mostly juniors that um that haven't been um uh, that haven't committed to a, a school it was mostly those guys that the coaches would send so I was one of the three guys I think from my high school that year that my coach sent to this north south showcase tryout it was just a tryout and there's probably 200 people there but um there's also a bunch of college scouts just watching because it's it's the the guys. It's more reliable because it's the guy. It's not you don't just sign up for it. It's the coaches that actually mm-hmm. send the players to it. Um, so I got seen there. There was a bunch of scouts there, and I had a good, uh, really good BP round, um, and I was seen there. So that's when I started talking to St. Mary's. So you you start talking to St. Mary's, and then so you had a bad sophomore year. You had yeah. an amazing junior year. And right. then some you you would call it a bad senior year. What yeah. so that senior year is a lot a lot of the time when, when people start making their decisions was because of that senior year, did you really only have St. Mary's as an option? Or did, so did, did you I, have other opportunities? I uh I committed pretty quickly after I got the offer to go to St. Mary's. Um it was kind of my only offer at the time and I figured it was after it was after my junior season um 
but I mean, I wasn't really looked at by much else other than St. Mary's and it's a division one school. Um, and so I, my eyes lit up at that just cause it's a division one school. I had a great year. It was about the only offer I got. Um, so I kind of just took it and, um, and I mean, that kind of stopped the process, but I will say like with the year, the senior year that I did have, I don't think I would have opened many more eyes. So it was the right decision for me at the time, even though we did, we didn't end up winning a CIF championship. My statistically, my senior year wasn't great for me. So I would say that I probably wouldn't have gotten looked at very much after that year. So it was probably a bigger thing for me that I did end up committing after that junior season. So Bryce, you get the offer and then obviously you're ecstatic right. division one baseball, great school. You know, you, you, you tell your parents all about this. How much, how much were your parents involved in the decision? Like what were the conversations like? Um, they, they wanted me to make the decision. Yes. They, are funding the whole experience, but they wanted to make the, uh, the option. They gave me the option, um, and just wanted me to do what I wanted to do. Obviously they told me to really think about it, really think about where you want to go to school if you want to play. And like, obviously they knew that I wanted to play, but, um, with St. Mary's, it was kind of the only option and they knew that I wanted to go, to division one um and it was kind of the only option so they were very supporting of it and uh it was kind of my decision and it's the decision that i wanted to make so they they were okay with it you know were there any other coaches other family members trying to help you out like make your decision i mean it seemed like a pretty easy decision i mean you got you got your offer you got your division one offer but um were there any other people involved in that decision? Yeah, absolutely. My brother was a was a huge part of the decision too. So your your brother, your older brother Trevor Willits, he he played at Chapman University with with both Joe and I, and right. he you said he was he was hugely helpful for you in in that process. Was it because he'd already gone through it and he could kind of walk you through it, or was it just? having somebody who had gone through it in the baseball world to just kind of like say, what, what, what should I do? Um, it was, it was a little bit of both. I mean, the dude's my best friend. He, uh, he's seen me go through everything. I've seen him go through everything. So seeing him, we went through the high, same high school program. Obviously I saw him deal with the same coaches. I saw him go through the exact same process that I did in high school um, so I was able to see him go through that entire thing, which definitely helped me. I got to know exactly what I'm what I'm going to face in the future. And then making the decision for college, um, I saw him go through. Obviously, it was a little bit different of a process, but I saw him go through the recruiting process of whether where he wanted to go, what the decisions he made, um, the tough decisions that he had to to make whether he wanted to go to Chapman or whether he wanted to go to school somewhere. Um, just seeing him make those decisions definitely helped me in my process. When I got to that point, he was, he's obviously seen me go through everything. And we talked, I probably talked to him the most about what I should do and what he thinks I should do. And he knows my dream of 
wanting to go play Division One after that. But um, he was definitely a huge influence and the person I kind of went to 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 really know what I wanted to do. So, yeah, he was a huge part of that. Absolutely. And, I mean, that just kind of connects to exactly what we're trying to do here at Official Visit is is really open up or have people have the same experience that Bryce had or that you had um, by being able to see what the process is like before you actually exactly. get through it. I think that was a huge thing for you. Exactly. Um, so let's, let's, let's start going to your freshman year. You're at St. Mary's. Um, you know, you're gearing up for fall right. ball. I mean, where you uh, there's, I mean, at least for me, like as soon as I got to Chapman, I was nervous, you know, you're, it's just a complete transition right. period. Um, but you're, you're leaving home, you're going to Northern California, you know, what were your initial thoughts on campus? How was fall ball? Um, um, and all that it's stuff. a huge step. It's a, it's a huge step as much as you, you try to prepare for it. Um, the transition from high school baseball and living at home and just going to school in high school, it's just a completely different experience when you get to college and it, it, it speeds up, it speeds up like crazy. Um, so when I showed up, kind of caught me off guard. I just the amount of the amount of stuff you're doing on the daily, just baseball wise, is just crazy. Um, so I mean, you gotta love it. But when I showed up, it was a bit of a it was a bit of a process for me. I did not have a good fall. Um, I had a pretty bad fall actually, um, just because the amount of workouts you're doing, the amount of practices you're doing everything just speeds up. Um, so for me, there's definitely a learning curve. Um, and that happened over fall, just did not have a great fall. Honestly, was worried that I was going to red shirt or I was going to get cut. Um, that was always in the back of my mind, um, that fall, just going through that whole thing. But so, yeah, it's, it's a definitely a grind and it's definitely a, a change of pace, but over time, you really you really start to learn who you are as a person, who you are as a player, just going through that whole thing. When when so you had that that scare or the thought process of potentially getting redshirted or even even getting cut was there. Did you start kind of turning the wheels in your head of thinking, okay, if this happens, am I going to stay? Um, if I get redshirted, will I stay? If I get cut, where am I going to go? Uh, right. Did did you did you actually start really considering other options? Um, I hadn't gotten there yet. I it was always the thought in the back of my head, and I knew if I redshirted, I probably would have stayed, regardless. Um, just because with the fall I had, I, my confidence wasn't exactly up there. Um, so I I hadn't exactly thought about where to go yet, but it was definitely a a scarier situation for me that I didn't love being in, but it definitely, definitely improved myself as a person. Um, just going through that and then improve myself as a player. Um, just cause it was a tough thing to go through, but just fall ball kind of, you realize you show up and there's everyone on the team is either just as good as you or better when you show up as a freshman, when you've always kind of been the dude. Um, and you show up and there's just, there's 15 dudes that are just, just better than you when you show up. Um, and it's kind of a, a moment of realization that like you, you got to work for it. You got to be one of those guys because 
because it's just not going to be given to you. Although you've been the best player your entire life, you, there's 15 of you when you show up. Bryce, it's crazy. You go from being scared you're going to get redshirted, turning into an all-WCC honorable mention, all-WCC freshman, right. after hitting 320, yeah. 325. That's just, that's just crazy. I mean, you weren't, you weren't starting at the no, beginning of the year, no. right? Um, so at the end of fall um, – I started to turn it around. It was probably it was probably a month before season, two months before season, when I started to turn fall ball around. I kind of figured something out with my swing. I changed stuff up because I needed to. Uh, just nothing I was doing was working that first five months I was there about. Um, and just a month or two before season started, kind of flipped a switch for me. Started uh, started doing well in inner squads. Um, started seeing the college pitching a little better um, than I was. So going into the season, uh, my confidence had definitely left. I made the team. I made the travel roster um, just by having that good last couple months of fall. But uh, to start the season, no, I wasn't starting. Um, I uh, I was riding the bench for the first probably month of the season. Um, I would get a pinch hit every once in a while um, here and there. And then started with those pinch hit at bats, started making the most of them. Was, I was getting hits um, and things just kind of started happening. I got a spot start that, uh, that I did pretty well in. Um, and then just get, kept getting a couple more spot starts here and there. Um, and I kind of just started to prove myself. Every opportunity that I got, I did something with. Um, so by about a month, I there's a series against Slow that I didn't start the first game. It was a four-game series. Started the next two. Um, pro- it was a doubleheader on Saturday that I did pretty well. Uh, so I got the start again on Sunday. And on Sunday against Slow, I ended up going five for five in the game. Um, and it kind of just solidified my my spot, and they kept obviously like I got another start after that, and I just I started tearing it up. So, and uh, kind of after that, I I never really left. And and so I think it's it's kind of been a common theme for you from from high school where you got where you got seen with St. Mary's, and then fast forward to you getting some opportunities to play in the spring and it's just there's an overall theme for you that you just took advantage of the opportunities that you got and I think that's huge that's huge for for young college players Uh because there's not many programs where you're not many programs and not many guys that are going to walk in and be a dude and be starting every day right away exactly so those those opportunistic times is is when you really got to shine and I think and I think you did and that that fast forwarded you to the summer after your freshman year, you got the opportunity to go play in the Hamptons because of the freshman year that you had. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the biggest thing It's just, I've heard it from when I started playing travel ball at, at 10, like just taking, taking advantage of the opportunities you get. I mean, that doesn't really mean much to a 10 year old when you tell them, but, it's, it's really true. Like I had the freshman year I had because 
because I made the most of the opportunities, the at-bats that I got. And I mean, if, if I didn't say I struck, struck out in that at-bat instead of uh, hitting a single up the middle, like one at-bat just turned into another at-bat, which turned into three at-bats, which turned into starting. So, I mean, you really got to take advantage of those little opportunities that you get and just to prove yourself, just to prove that you can, you can play at that level just to show the coaches, hey, like I'm here. One one hundred percent. And so let's actually let's look at that that time in the Hamptons. You're 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 playing there and then you find out that coach coach Valenzuela and the rest of the St. Mary's staff is is now the Long Beach State staff. Right. So so you enter the transfer portal. Yeah. What what kind of one, why did you feel that you were gonna transfer from St. Mary's? And then two, who who were you gaining interest from? So I uh I, when that whole thing happened, I really didn't know what I was going to do because I loved those coaches, uh, coach V and, and coach PD and coach Costanza, those guys, I, I loved being coached by them. Um, which is probably why I had such a good season. Um, so it was really tough for me when I found out they were leaving it. It was, it was a, not a fun situation to be in. Um, and it really came down to I knew I had a good year. Um, and this is nothing against the coaches that came in for St. Mary's, but I just felt like I kind of had the opportunity to take the next step for me because obviously the end goal is to get drafted um, and play, end up playing professional baseball. But um, that felt like it was a big step for me um, to go – because I, I had such a good year, I figured I'd get some more looks than I had coming out of freshman year. And I mean, I love St. Mary's. It was a great place to go to school. It was a great place to play baseball. But but I wanted, I felt like I had the opportunity to take this next step. So I went on the transfer portal um, and it was a completely different recruiting process for me the second time around than it was the first because I had a, a year where I proved myself. I had that under my belt. Um, so it was a completely different process for me. I ended up talking to a bunch of schools and, um, and UCSB ended up being the, the right fit for me. Um, and I, it, I don't regret it for a minute. It was, it was a great decision that I made. Mm-hmm. And I mean, coming off that, that freshman year, like you have to have a crazy amount of interest. I mean, what other schools were um, you choosing from? Like, you eventually chose UCSB. Yeah, what other schools um, were you choosing from? It's crazy. I mean, because coming out of high school, I was I was seen by basically just St. Mary's. Um, and then you have a good year. And I, I was talking to some pretty big schools, including, like, Clemson and Texas A&M and Missouri. But uh, – and UCSB, which just ended up being the, the best fit for me. So it was a – it was a crazy recruiting process the second time around just because I had that year under my belt. Absolutely. And, I mean, what were the biggest things that went into the the UCSB decision? Like, I mean, all those other schools are on the other side of the country. Was it a location thing? It was a lot of um, What was it? Um, I mean, obviously, an SEC school would be pretty crazy to go to. But just a lot of things went into the decision to go to UCSB. Um it was location one because 
how could you not want to go live in Santa Barbara for a few years? It's a beautiful place. It's a, it's a great school. Um, and just, and, uh, the money situation just made the most sense for me and my family. Um, so it was probably money location and the school is just an amazing place to be. And the program is, is one of the up and coming programs in the, in the country. So it just, it, it put a lot of check marks down for me that this is a place that like could really help me grow as a baseball player and grow as a, as a person say baseball doesn't work out. I have a great degree um, coming from UCSB. So a lot mm-hmm. went into it. It was a, it was a really tough decision um, as to where I wanted to go, but UCSB just made the most sense and I don't regret it for a minute. Got it. Yeah. I mean, coach check has been doing, a really yeah. good job with that yeah. program the last couple of years. Um, is just tell us about your first year at, at UCSB. I mean, I saw. I mean, you actually no. didn't play um, this year, so right? So it was it was a completely different year for me because uh, over summer ball, um, I ended up tearing my labrum. Um, I had made the decision to go to UCSB. I committed, um, and probably two weeks later. Um, I ended up tearing my leg, um, just in a summer ball game, which was a real bummer for me. Um, so I show up, I'm the new kid that just shows up, um, with a torn labrum. So it was, it was a different situation for me because, uh, I knew what I, what I had just done the year before. And I knew that like this, what I wanted to prove to the new coaches, um, and I want to prove that I was going to be one of their dudes. Um, and I show up and I got a torn labrum. I tried to rehab it. Um, just kept trying, kept trying, kept trying. I was pushing off surgery. Didn't want to get it. Um, and I just kept trying to rehab it. I ended up getting like nine at bats over the fall just cause I, and like half of them were just me laying a bunt down. Um, so it was a different, it was a different fall for me definitely just because of the injury, but um, kind of just put it in perspective of like, like the game is just has a crazy way of putting you in your place. Um, and I just coming off that good year, it kind of put me back in my place of, of, I got to work for it again. Um, and I still do nothing's changed since that I'm rehabbing right now and I still got a lot to prove, but, but yeah, it's a, it was definitely a different fall experience for me than the first time. So for people listening to this that are, looking to get into the transfer portal obviously everything with COVID-19 is is completely changing everything right now recruiting wise exactly what advice do you have for people one either looking to transfer and kind of what they should consider and think about but two people that do end up transferring and getting into brand new programs and kind of how they can kind of ease that transition a little bit um so for the whole just transfer situation. I would just say like, you really, you really got to put everything into consideration. You really got to, got to think about if, think about the situation you're in, the school you're at, um, that you're trying to transfer from. Think about if that's really the move you want to make, because a lot went in for me, a lot went into it for me. There's, it was not a, an easy decision just leaving St. Mary's and going to a brand new school. Um, there was a lot that went into it, obviously. So I would say before you enter that transfer portal, really, really think about what, what you want to accomplish, what, what will get better. What do you think will get better at the school you, 
end up at versus the school you're at right there. So personally, I thought making the transition from St. Mary's to UCSB would be a huge step for me. Um, so I would just say, just really think about if that step will really help you get to where you want to be. And if you do, if you think that that that's the way to go, then I would absolutely say then go for it. Cause I mean, I ended up going for it and I don't regret it, but, um, and for those that are, that have transferred made that decision and they're going to a new school. Um, it's a transition. Um, obviously you're going from a group of 35 guys that you got so close with over the year and you're going to a brand new group of 35 guys that you've never met before. Maybe, you know, one or two of them, but I mean, <laughs> all college baseball players are the same, man. Like you find your guys, you, you, uh, <laughs> you find your guys that you love and, you just stick with them. And like within two months, within a month, two months, I was already close to the, the whole team. So, I mean, it's, it's a transition. It's a crazy transition. Uh, it's like starting over again, obviously you have some accolades under your belt, but um, it's a, it's definitely a transition. It's like starting over. It's like being a freshman again. Um, so it's, there's mm-hmm. a lot to go into it, a lot to think about, but if you really think that, transferring is something you want to get, want to do and think it'll help you then then i mean go for it absolutely bryce that's great advice for the guys transferring in and even great advice for the young high schoolers out there um just yeah, want to thank you again for being on the podcast man um best of luck to you with with recovering from labrum surgery thank you man um, love to being on here yep. appreciate it thanks bryce This interview shows that, you know, sometimes you you need to recognize your your opportunities as a recruit. Bryce didn't find success in big showcases or tournaments. He had to be opportunistic in his recruiting process, and that transferred over into his freshman season. And being opportunistic doesn't mean taking advantage of little things. It can even elevate your own personal stock, just like Bryce did in his summer season with the Hamptons. And Bryce's story shows that no matter your circumstance, whether you get redshirted, you have to transfer, or your entire coaching staff leaves, a consistent mindset is going to see results in the long run. The the college baseball journey never stops, and opportunities are always coming up, and it always seems like certain players always take advantage of that. And that was Bryce. Bryce was able to transform himself from a lightly recruited player at a high school into a player of high demand after that season in the Hamptons. And this shows that any recruit can achieve their goals of college baseball with the right mentality. So don't be afraid to go after those opportunities and don't be afraid to use those opportunities to your advantage. Thank you guys again for listening to this week's episode. You know, this podcast is geared toward helping you get the most out of your recruiting process. Next week, we've got another great episode for you guys, so make sure you're following us on Instagram for a sneak peek of our next guest. If you have any questions you want answered or you want to hear about a specific school, 
Please don't hesitate to reach out to us on either Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or even even send us an email through our website. Thanks for joining us, and I hope you guys tune in for another recruiting story next week. Bye.